with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My name is Chris Sheets. That's Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. That's Matt DeBurs. What up? Okay. What up, podcasters? A couple of things. First of all, you noticed this when Jack left the room once, Matt. She's wearing her reading blazer. That reading blouse. Yeah. It looks, no big deal. You look like a teacher. Thank you. I'm trying to be a teacher today. It is reading week, and I'm reading to schools all week long, even last week. I want to share a story. I don't mind reading week, and we do we do some reading too, Chris. Not as much as Jack. She's no, the, no, no, not as much as her. She's the perennial you guys reading do. champion. She is the Connor McDavid of reading. <laughs> you week. do your fair share. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I never said I was good at reading out loud. Jack made me do this one once with her. <laughs> we went to this junior high, and I knew already it was going to be <laughs> not setting myself up for success. Did you have the anxiety? <laughs> yeah, well, no. Oh yeah, you did. I was like. All right, we're gonna we're gonna be at least a class of like fifteen year olds, grade uh, nines. So we get in there, and the teacher, who is wonderful, hands us a chapter book, mm. and is like, "Is fifteen minutes okay for you guys to read?" Oh like, no, I haven't read out Each. loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even one of those chapter books where you know it's kind of flat and big print. It was like one of those old yellow pages, and it was thick and it was tiny, oh. so it had tiny print in it. Oh, my heart is beating like a hummingbird right now. I I can't even imagine. You're was the only one that was beating. Everyone else was asleep. And I bet you she introduced you and said, this is Matt and Jack from Kissing Country. They talk for a living and read. Reading's very important to them. They're not going to show us how that skill has helped oh. them. And then Matt just started chewing the words And then up. I started up, ta-ha, ta-ha. That's the. The. Matt. Oh, that's what that is. And I do think that the teachers definitely judge you. Oh, 100%. They're yeah. like, mm, yeah. did you they really said, oh, pass grade two? Who taught them, right? That but would hey, be we'll come read at your school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love reading. Okay, well, the podcast talks about that. It also talks about um, strange and unusual places you've slept because uh, we're going to be uh, on the field at Commonwealth Stadium. If you're from somewhere else in the world, Commonwealth Stadium is our great big football stadium. It's the one of the crown jewels uh, here in, in Canada, but it's not much fun to hang out on the field in you know, in the middle of October, which is going to feel more like winter, but we're doing it for the right thing, the right cause, right? Yes, exactly. Hope mission. Again, yards for hope. So. And remember, podcasters, if you see us out in public, narwhal. Narwhal is the mm. word? Yeah. Okay. Got it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Cloudy today with the sun coming out for the afternoon, a high of four degrees. In two weeks, the flu shot will be available for all Albertans free of charge. According to Alberta Health Services, last year there were 10,000 lab-confirmed cases of the flu and just under 100 deaths here in Alberta. I can't remember if I got the flu shot last year or not. Like, now I'm at the point where I can't remember. I think you did. Did I? Yeah. I remember you talking about how your shoulder was sore. Was I okay? Did I do good? Yeah. I think think, you did okay. Yeah. yeah. I I got it. I'd remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy had to get two because she was under one. Isn't that crazy? Double dose. I guess. Mm -hmm. Our annual campaign, Yards for Hope, starts tomorrow. Chris, Matt, and I will be on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium raising money with your help for the Hope Mission. Our goal is to make it from one end of the field to the other. And for every $1,000 raised, we will move one yard down that field. Matt, I was saying just a few minutes ago off air, I was just like, Matt, you're going to be like, you're wrapped in your blankie now. You're cold. Just wait till you're out on that field. And it's about minus two tomorrow morning. I'm going to go home and just (laughs) lay in bed all day and prepare. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Just like a regular day. Yes. Well, something is still going on with Tim McGraw. Yesterday, we told you about how he deleted all the photos and tweets on his social media, just leaving one ominous tweet, I need Jesus or I need whiskey. Well, now he has tweeted out his phone number, apparently. The one line says, I'll text you back. And then there's a number. So, of course, we called it. 
The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. Goodbye. No. Mm. No surprises okay. there. I guess we <laughs> should have texted. No. <laughs> I was too scared to text. I thought it might be a scam, but looking at all of the comments on Facebook as well as Twitter, yeah. people are saying that when they did text, it did say it wrote back some pretty cool things happening this week, Tim. All right. Okay, so I think this is something right. to do with music. Thank goodness. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. Hey, you know what? Oh, we're going to continue with what you need to know because it's good to learn at least one thing every day, I think. If you collect if you collect one you know, one item every day, you'd be pretty smart by the time your life is through. And you're going to teach us. Yes. It's Weird. <laughs> yeah, it is ironic, isn't it? Sheets you didn't know. Some really interesting fun facts coming up in moments you don't want to miss. Here's Kenny Chesney. This is Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? Because I want you to learn. We are ready. These are some facts, and each one of these blew my mind because I did not know them. For example, did you guys know that bananas are curved because they grow towards the sun? Is this true? It really? Is absolutely true. But they, but when you see a group of bunch of bananas, they're curved inward. Yeah, but they're growing towards, towards the sun. Towards the sun. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. But like, and the you sun- think if they'd curve outward. I you, know know he, you know what I'm saying? I knew he'd argue this one. <laughs> what else can he argue? All right. Anyways, let's move on. Did you know that billy goats urinate on their heads to smell more attractive for female goats? How is it possible? I hear pee shampoo <laughs> is very good for your hair. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you know that you will produce enough saliva in your life to fill two... Two swimming pools. How big Sick. swimming pools? That, I knew you were going to ask that question too. I did not get that. It information. must be Olympic size. I'm Are guessing. we talking Ninja Turtle pools? No, I think they're big ones. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot of saliva. saliva. There you go. We just said Ew. it together. <laughs> did you guys know that movie trailers were originally shown after movies, which is why they're called trailers? Because at the end, at would, the oh, end. that's neat. Would you stick around and watch a, tr- a movie trailer after the movie? Yeah, no. I would. I like during the credits when they show like bloopers and stuff. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I'm in the vehicle by then. Yeah. <laughs> right. See you later. <laughs> Did you guys know the largest snowflake ever recorded happened in Montana in 1887? It was 15 inches wide. How big's 15 inches? Over a foot. A foot and a half almost. Yeah. A foot and a quarter. I'm doing the finger thing. That's a right. pretty big snowflake. All right. Did you know you burn more calories sleeping than you do watching TV? Good night. <laughs> That's why I'm skinny. All right. And did you know if you believe you're truly a one in a million, there's approximately 7,184 people that are basically just like you from a genetic makeup. But they do they look like That's me? That's awesome. Where are my friends? <laughs> <laughs> And they take better selfies than you. Oh. And one final one. Did you know a single cloud can weigh more than a million pounds? It's a lot of water in them clouds. I don't know. That's surprising. I still don't believe the banana one. I know. You <laughs> would Everything else I accepted. <laughs> you wouldn't. There are, none of them are fake news. That's your did you know. Shoot Thank you. Shoot you didn't know this morning. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But our question this morning is unconventional outdoor sleeping, like not camping. Like when have you ever just wound up sleeping outside and went, hmm, this is wasn't the plan or maybe it was the plan, but you're just being different and odd. Jack, you said you got a story? Yeah, when we first got our screen room, uh, my parents enclosed our deck and it was April and my brother and I were like, this is sweet, we could sleep outside. <laughs> it was so cold. April, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Frosty. There was no snow on the deck because now the screen room was over it. So we were like, this is great. It yeah. was not good. It was not. Good. And my parents locked the screen door. No, you're staying out there. <laughs> How, so you spent the yeah. whole night? It's yeah, like we jailed. stayed out there. The For whole sure. night. All right. What is your story? When did you sleep outdoors? Um, not like camping, you know, just one of those. <laughs> Maybe you wound up underneath a picnic table. Whatever. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
This time, tomorrow, we'll be on the field uh, for Hope Mission, just reminding uh, all of us that are very, very lucky and blessed how lucky we are with Thanksgiving around the corner. Um, we'll be hoping that hope begins with a meal, and that's exactly what we'll be trying to do. So we'll be sleeping outdoors, and Jack's pretty excited about it. I'm like, you know, it's going to be a little chilly. She, but we got those, like, super-duper minus, minus yes. Cabela's sleeping bags. We, so. we slept out there yes, last year. Yeah. yeah. But it I'm, was a warmer e- uh, evening. It was like 12 or th- yeah. 13 degrees. So, it, yeah, that was the overnight low. It's going to be uh, below zero. Temperature notwithstanding, what is the most unconventional sleep outside moment you've ever had? Got this text. When I was younger, my mom used to plan family sleepover nights on our trampoline. It would be my mom, my brothers, and me. It was the best. But then they went on to say, in the morning, everyone would slowly sneak away because they were cold. Mm. And then, have you ever been on a trampoline and laid down with a friend? Mm. Especially if you're more than two? Mm. You know what happens? What? You just you all, all kind of roll into roll, the middle. The roll, oh. yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly, which, yeah, it Oops. could be a good thing or kind of an awkward thing. It all depends <laughs> yeah. on who you're sleeping with on the trampoline. You said you had an awkward, not an awkward story, but you... Uh, when you work construction, you're yeah. always tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you work outside, so you find a place to sleep wherever that place is. I've slept on dirt piles, sand piles. Yeah. Really? Gravel piles. I slept <laughs> in tunnels, out of tunnels, <laughs> on machinery, <laughs> beside machinery. Did you ever work? Yeah, is the list shorter for where you work? <laughs> I heard, I read, what was this thing I heard from like, uh, this Green Beret was talking. He was like, if you, why stand when you can lean? Why lean when you can sit? Why sit when you can lay down? Why sleep when you can, or why nap when you can sleep? Okay. And that's how I live my life. It's <laughs> good. It'd be pretty long to put on a tombstone, but it'll work. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We are going to be this time tomorrow on the field at Commonwealth Stadium. Thank you to the uh, Commonwealth uh, Recreation people mm-hmm. that are allowing us to do this again this year. Uh, we're going to move a yard for every $1,000 raised, hopefully raise uh, at least $110,000, and hopefully as quick as possible because we don't really want to hang out there um, for well any longer than we have to. Yeah, get us off that field. Unconventional sleeps because we'll be having one at Commonwealth <laughs> Stadium outdoors in the cold. Uh, yes, Kim? I would say when I was in the military... You never slept in your bed while you're going through basic training. That sucker was too hard to make. <laughs> right. So uh, you left a mate, and I slept in my barrack box, which is like a foot locker. Oh, my god! Was it standing up or laying down? Laying down. I'm only five feet tall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just put you in, some, in somebody's pocket, and you're good to go. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> Tyler text into 103939. I used to fall asleep on the back of my stepdad's skidoo when I was younger when we would go on trips longer than an hour. Hmm. I'd be so scared as that dad. Like, what if my kid falls off? Hmm. Strap him to you. Oh, yeah, like the I guess. Belt. It, it all depends, too. <laughs> like, the old uh, skidoos that we had, the, they were like tractors, and they had like a back kind of a back seat oh, bench okay. thing. So you, I remember okay. falling asleep behind Dad. You'd be hanging on. And, and, like, and you'd be leaning forward on exactly. him, right? And you kind of just see like the, uh, all right, it, I That's kind of cute. Exactly. That's a Christmas card. All right, beautiful. Unconventional, sleep, uh, unconventional sleeps. Where have you had them? We'd love to hear from you this morning. Coming up in the next few moments, you're not going to believe where somebody slept. We'll just leave it at that for now, but it's a crazy story. It's coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. On the field at Commonwealth Stadium tomorrow, we'll be sleeping there as well. So we're looking for your unconventional sleeping stories. Yes, we were talking about Haley sleeping somewhere you won't believe. She says she fell asleep in the bathtub. That's because when they were little, they went camping. Somebody had to sleep in the tub in the trailer. Oh. Not enough room. There's been a lot of dads that have had to sleep in the tubs too when they come home <laughs> and they've had a little bit too much to drink. That's one of the better places to put a dad. You've never slept, have you slept in a tub, Chris? I haven't, no. 
but I've I've witnessed others. He thinks he's lying. Yeah. Mm, speaking of having too much to drink, we got this text. I fell asleep in an entrance to a store on a corner of White Ave because of too much partying. Mm. I ended up being woken up by the business owner because the store was opening. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a buddy who uh, <laughs> fell asleep in the Value Village donation bin uh-huh. on White Ave. Oh, lots of warm clothes. Inside it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I was like, good thing it wasn't a garbage compactor. <laughs> Ooh. All right. <laughs> that turned dark. He, he's fine. It's all good. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of, uh, well, winning, we're hopefully going to be winning with the your help with the Hope Mission again. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be on the field, Yards for Hope, trying to raise money. Then we're going to be sleeping on that field, which is, again, an unconventional sleeping place. Mabel, you got a story uh, about an unconventional place to sleep? We uh, used to do a lot of horseback riding when the kids were little. Right. Yeah, that was the best sleeping uh, tool for the kids. Uh, just put them on the horses, and that would put them to sleep quite fast. <laughs> Sounds super safe. Well, not super safe. But, no, uh, no. The sad reality is that most things that are, are fun are not really that safe. You know, that's the thing. Safe. And <laughs> if the kids are sleeping, who's questioning it? <laughs> <laughs> that's, right, that's right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chills. James Barker Band will send that out to everybody in Calgary this morning. Oh, my gosh. It's like... Oh, the picture's coming. Blizzard. Like, Matt, you're laughing, but I'm telling you. Matt doesn't believe me. But again, I'm just... We're going to be on the field at Commonwealth Stadium tomorrow. There's, like, snow, they say, is, you know, there's, like, snow in Jasper, snow in Calgary, mm. snow in Red Deer. You don't think there might be a little bit of a skiff of snow at if we Commonwealth five, Stadium? Seven... Maybe even four days out, yeah. I would say, Chris, there's a chance. Yes, you're probably right. We are 24 hours out, and they're saying there's, it's going to be clear at night, yeah. clear during the day. Yeah. I believe our meteorologists can tell 24 hours out. So Matt, you were talking to Captain Planet over here. <laughs> but he's, always, he's, wrong, he's wrong with the weather sometimes. No. Not very not. often. <laughs> Captain Planet. I'm in, touch, I'm in touch with it. So tomorrow, when we're at Commonwealth Stadium, if there's any snow oh. on the ground. Your spirit animal was a Doppler radar. For at least, if there's snow, if there's snow on that field, Commonwealth tomorrow when we're there, you agree to like lick the field clean. I will do a lap around the track <laughs> yeah. in my underwear. Okay. Oh, if there's any, awesome. snow, any, any, any snow, any snow, even a skiff. Even a skiff. No, no, it's got a stick. Well, for, yeah. and Oh, it'll stick. It's going to be minus you, you've four. You've got to get something too in this bet, I think. No, no. No? no. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, sorry, Matt, but it's snowing like crazy in Drayton Valley and incredibly icy today. How far is Drayton from Commonwealth? Uh, a little ways. You call Matt. You'll oh, see. Matt. All right. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow. Not you know I- what your greatest parenting fear should be? <laughs> is like weather? making debt bets with <laughs> like- I bet you my baby. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Uh, parenting uh, fears. Matt's got a baby coming in the next. No wonder he's not worried about the weather. He's, a baby could happen at any time. It's true. So he said his biggest uh, parenting fear. Well, we'll get to that in a moment, but what's what, what are they saying on text, Jack? Shannon text in. This is adorable. My biggest fear when I had my first child was that I would forget to feed her. I had a dream right before she was born that I put her in the fridge and I forgot her. She's 25 now, so I think I did okay. Yeah. Didn't fridge your baby once. Yeah. yeah. Well, then that's the thing with sleep deprivation too. You're like, what? what? What's going on? Where am I? What time is it? Yeah. Initially when our babies were, especially Carter, because he was born premature and he had a, some health issues. So he slept in our room beside us for a while. And I had that fear of him in the bed with me and me rolling on top of him. And like, like that he was a fear. He slept in the bed for a little while? No, no. He never slept in the bed, but he slept beside the bed. And okay. somehow in my brain, Bassinet. I thought he was in there. Yeah. Just hop on out. And yeah, <laughs> Matt's fear was? Uh, baby calling me Matt and not dad. <laughs> okay. 
Yes. It was kind of the opposite of Matt's story. I, uh, when my kids were little, I had a day home, and I had a little girl come that was about five weeks, five months old when she started, and she was with me for almost two years. And at one point when she started talking, and all she ever heard was my kids call me mom. Right. And even my husband used to say, take this to your mom. Right. Well, this mom was already having separation anxiety, and this little girl turned around one day and said, bye, mom. Uh-oh. <gasps> And this poor lady started crying right there, going, I knew I shouldn't have gone back to work. She doesn't oh, even know who I am anymore. No, no. <laughs> so I had to explain. She doesn't know my name. She yeah. thinks my name is Mom. Yeah. She knows you're her mom. Yeah, exactly. Poor lady was just broken up. Yeah. It's spelled M A U M. What's your name? It's Debbie. Debbie, thanks for the great story. It's mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's mom. Yeah, hello. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What is your greatest parenting fear? Matt's greatest parenting fear is that his little boy, like, as soon as he learns to talk, will start calling him Matt instead of dad. Mm hmm. I think we'll oh, be encur- we'll be encouraging that. That'll be awesome. Say Matt. You're yeah. never going to see this child. <laughs> yeah, but Steve has a suggestion. Yeah, it says, my nephew called my brother by his first name. Well, he said, if you're going to call me Steve, you owe me rent. If I'm dad, you can stay for free. Ah. Oh, my kid will be cheap. There you That's go. That's the way to do it right there. Yeah. We're going to be daddy till you're 80. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly why Matt calls his mommy his mommy, too. It makes complete yeah. sense. What's your greatest parenting fear? 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always as long as I'm living. My, my baby, baby you'll be. be. That would be uh, one of the definitely one of the classics. If you've ever had the chance to see Robert Munch, like at the Windspear, do read that book. It's just wow, uh, that would be cool. It's unbelievable. It really is. Uh, talking about uh, your favorite kids' book this morning with Reading Week in full force in uh, yeah in, in Edmonton and a lot of other areas. So we're we're asking, what's your favorite? What's your favorite all time kids' book? Have I given yours out, Jack? Is that it? No, no, I have a new one actually, thanks to my friend Kathleen who introduced mm-hmm. me to this book. It is called The Bad Seed, and I read it yesterday, and it was awesome. And it just shows you that you don't always have to be a bad seed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can change. I thought the, the bad seed comes around. Yes, day okay. by day. Yeah, what about you, Matt? I don't know, so many. Yeah. Probably Harris and me. I remember reading that book as a kid. Mm. Young adult literature. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, yeah. I only read He was books. reading chapter see, books. I only chapter books for Matt. So happy uh, you Green Eggs and Ham was pretty tight. Right, I like that so book. happy you didn't say Pantos. That was good. That's just a nice change <laughs> for you. What an article. I only read the articles. What about you? Text us at 103939 or 7804211039, your favorite all-time book. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Coming Yikes. up to eight o'clock, Reading Week again is happening in Edmonton. <laughs> uh, bless you, Matt. We're we're talking about your favorite all time book, and kids' books in particular. Yeah, tons of texts coming in. Paper Bag Princess, Little House on the Prairie, and Peter Rabbit says mm. the texter. Good Night Moon says Jill, and another one, Black Beauty. Oh yes, I've read any of them. Horse Girls <laughs> Unite. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for your text. We'll probably revisit this in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah. In the next few moments, it was an incredible story. A young girl had one dream. She wanted one thing to happen for her, and a bride made it happen. They're all going to join us in the studio to talk about an amazing wedding. You have to hear the story. It's coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's Florida Georgia Line. It's Stay Kissing in the Morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Hello. And Matt DeBurse. Hey. <laughs> and a cast of uh, many in the room uh, this morning. This is exciting. I think we need this music. Yes. Mm. Here comes the bride. The bride is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful Bev. Married on the weekend. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Now, here's the thing. She's in the studio right now with her flower girl, and you're like, okay, well, whoopee, it's her flower girl. But yeah, the fun nice. part about this was these two did not know each other until the wet. well, just before the wedding when they started to get all geared up for this. Uh, Mom, again, Angela, you, you phoned us on the radio, and you said your Renee wants to be a flower girl. I think every little girl wants to be a flower girl, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but it wasn't going to happen. You don't really have anybody in the family that's going to be getting married and by the time they're going to get married, she could be a bridesmaid or a bride herself. Exactly. Right. So So that's where you guys came in. So yeah. a friend had recommended that I actually get a hold of Jack because Jack would know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys had this wonderful idea to ask your listening audience. And thank you so much for that because Bev was listening that morning and called in. Yeah. And now we've been connected ever since. Yeah. Now, Bev, uh, you, when you heard this, you were looking for a flower girl, right? You, you kind of, or you had a ring bear. I- we had a ring bearer. We yeah. weren't really thinking that we needed You weren't in the flower. market for no. one. Okay. <laughs> no, we weren't in the market Did for one. Did you know you were? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it, it just, you know, if, if I could help make a girl's dream come true, I mean, my daughters missed that whole stage. So right. it was perfect. I just thought, why not? Okay. So that's exactly why not. So you guys have been, uh, before the wedding even, you you got, you had your dress ready to go, and then you started to talk, Renee, to, to Bev about uh, what, what you were going to be doing, right? You guys talked about all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so were you nervous? Yeah. Yeah, but you sure didn't look nervous. You looked absolutely beautiful the day of. And we asked you, what was your favorite part of the whole wedding? And your favorite part was what? Karaoke. Karaoke. Of course. That's everyone's favorite part. Yeah, you got to sing. And uh, anyway, you just had so much fun during the whole day, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and now I get the feeling you guys are like lifelong friends as your family. Like Bev, you were saying that uh, uh, Angela's husband was your sound guy, and what you know, it, it was just such a great fit with our family. Yeah. All, all four of them. It was yeah. just perfect. Yeah. And they welcomed us with open arms. Their friends, their family, everybody yeah. was so excited to see who this little flower girl was. Yeah. And they they sang with her. And um, at the first dance, George yeah. invited Renee up and yeah. even twirled her around the dance floor. What so, the, the group? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He danced with you, too? Yeah. Wow. Makes the rest of us grooms look bad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, George. Well, the thing, and that's what I wanted to touch on, is the fact that, Bev, you and your your husband, George, made this so special for uh, Angela and Renee and the entire family. I mean, Renee, you got to be with Bev when she was getting ready. You got to ride in the wedding vehicle on the way to the wedding. You even got to say when it comes to cupcakes and flowers. Yeah. You got to pick them out? What? That's crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was actually, I I said I wasn't in the market for a flower girl, but yeah. we couldn't have done it without her. Yeah. She was amazing. Um, we ha- we couldn't throw petals at the venue because it was a national park. Right. So she threw small flowers, yeah. which we gathered up when we were leaving. Sure. And by the time I got to the, our reception, she had passed one out to each lady at the reception. Wow. It was just, everybody was just gushing over her. But what, a, be- a, what a beautiful snore. Girl. 
So now, yeah, are you now for hire? Like, if anybody else wants you, like, yeah, maybe she put what it on. Charge hourly, Renee. <laughs> put it on Kijiji, and, and your brother Brandon, he was a great sport through all this stuff too, right? Brayden, yes, Braden, and he loved it. it. Yeah, exactly. Brandon, I don't even know who that is, but anyway, <laughs> Brayden was awesome too. Well, thank you guys for coming in. This is such a great story. I love the text. Somebody just said, "I'm not crying. You're crying." Seriously, this Aww. is so sweet. It is so sweet. We just love that this all came together. Obviously, Bev's a very special person, and uh, to a Allow you guys to all be a part of the wedding in Jasper it was pretty darn amazing. So where's the honeymoon, everybody? I imagine everybody's going, right? <laughs> no, because they're going with Dallas Smith to Hawaii, which is at the same time as my honeymoon. So I cannot go with you guys to Hawaii. Oh, oh. darn it! Okay, well, thank you guys all for coming in. Uh, poor kids had to miss a little bit of school for this. I bet you really missed that, right? No, no. There's the first. <laughs> I knew we could get a no out of her. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Texts are rolling in since uh, the crew was just in studio. Yes, Tammy says, I have heard Bev and Renee's story from the beginning, and I was wondering if you could help me out. I've always wanted to be a wife, but I can't find a husband. If only it were that easy. Hang in there, Tammy. There a groom out there, wedding yeah. plan, just needs to... Hang in there, Tammy. Uh, somebody else asked if uh, where the wedding pictures of uh, the wedding can be found. We're going to put together a blog here. We thought it was going to be put together right now, but anyway, that's another story. But it, well, hopefully it's coming soon. But here's our question now that we had a flower girl that didn't even know the, the bride that she mm-hmm. actually was the flower girl for until they were put together through the radio. Unconventional things that happen maybe with your bridal parties. Maybe your dog was your best man. I don't know. I think I've seen that before. Yeah. I've got the ring right here. For you. <laughs> <laughs> Always reliable. Or anybody else, you know, complete stranger in your bridal party. We'd love to hear from you this morning. As always, you can call us at 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about unconventional uh, bridal parties because, again, the great story of uh, little Renee wanted to be a flower girl. Bev st- heard about it on the radio and said, hey, I'm, I'll take a flower girl. Yeah. I got a space for one. Uh-huh. Well, we got this text at 103.939. I lived with my aunt and uncle when they got married. We were a little bit older. I was 16 in the ring bearer, and my sister was 11 in the flower girl. So there you go. Pretty adorable. Doesn't mean, yeah. Have either of you been to a wedding where, uh, say, the bridesmaids, there's a guy in one of the bridesmaids? Hmm. Um, or vice versa, there's a, a lady yes, in the groom's party? I have been where there's a lady in the groom's party. Really? Yeah, it's cool. I don't mind it. Yeah. I had a friend who said she was going to put me in her wedding party. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't pan out. Okay. Obviously, it still hurts a little bit. <laughs> uh, yes, Kim. I just came back from my cousin's wedding in Perry Sound, Ontario on Saturday, and they had their dog was their ring bearer. It was, carrying eh? these very, Yeah, carrying these very expensive rings around his collar. <laughs> what kind of dog? That's a good question. I, I think it was part lab. And after the ceremony, it wandered its way all all night long through the wedding venue. It was pretty cool to see. My uh, bride wanted that to happen, but I put the kibosh to it. Oh, you did, eh? Really? Well, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't trust the dog. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This time tomorrow, we'll be broadcasting from uh, Commonwealth Stadium on the field. Um, not because we want to, because we have to, quite mm-hmm. honestly. It's uh, the Hope Mission Yards for Hope campaign. Again, we've done this for a number of years. Probably, uh, man, 14 or 15 now on Kissing Country. Wow. I'm just trying to think back. And uh, yeah, the bottom line is Thanksgiving's around the corner. If you're somebody that uh, is overly blessed and it's uh, your opportunity to give back, the City of Champions always helps us out. And we'll be looking for your help starting tomorrow morning to move, uh, well, a yard down the field. Every $1,000 we raise 
and uh, it's not necessarily going to be warm, but uh, you know what? It's never warm for people that don't have a place to sleep, right? So exactly. that's exactly uh, why we're going to do it. We're talking about what we're going to wear. Um, Matt's got his, I'm going to wear my classic snow boots that I bring out every year for this thing. The, the what are they called? Um, uh, Laurel? Camex or Camex? Sorrels? Sorrels. The, yeah. mm-hmm. the white ones. Yeah, they used to be white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from about 1983. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we'll be uh, hoping that you can step up and help us if you can. So we look forward to that tomorrow. Talking about un- unconventional uh, bridal party things, because again, if you uh, just missed it, um, a crazy story with a uh, little Renee. She wanted to be a flower girl. Her mom uh, called us. Uh, we put it on the radio and then Bev stepped up and the whole family got to go to Jasper and enjoy this amazing wedding over the weekend and be a part of it. Very neat. We got your texts about different things you've seen at weddings. A girlfriend had a huge wedding out of Edmonton, says a texter, and had her ring bearers, but they were ring bears. Literally, <laughs> bear costumes carrying rings. <laughs> That's so cute. That's wonderful. <laughs> Dylan let us in. He says, my cousin's wedding. We had two brothers in her bridesmaid party, and they were called bromaids. Okay. That's what you call them. That works, too. All right. What about you, Marcus? Um, talking about interesting wedding parties. Yeah. Um, I was in my aunt's wedding party as the ring bearer when I was about 12, um, and so were five of my other cousins and six of my female cousins as flower girls. That's a, a big procession for the, <laughs> <laughs> the ring bearer yes, and the flower is. girls. Yeah, it was, uh, there was a lot of us. Yeah, by the time the bride came down the aisle, she was a year older. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.